0: Hey, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. Tonight we are playing the Marvel Multiverse RPG, where we have created our own Earth LOL. Uh, mutants are the only people with superpowers. Uh, we're focusing specifically on X-Men, and we have a whole cast of brand new mutants here that, as far as I'm concerned, are now officially Marvel canon. Uh, Disney, come at me. Direct all lawsuits to Jeff. Uh Aaron. Who are you playing, and what are your powers? I
1: am Jericho Wraith, codename Wraith, son of John Wraith the Kestrel and Silver Fox. He is a teleporter like his father. In uh, his is weakened state right now, he primarily uses the powers of blink, a spatial sort of precognition, which is spider-sense flavored, to make sure he doesn't teleport into anything. And he's got the ability to freeze people spatially, and also to rip parts of their molecular structure away using teleportation.
0: And we learned about your origin story last week. So if people are curious about that, go back to the YouTube channel and watch it. Uh, And while you're there, might as well click subscribe and click on that little bell so you get notifications. Right, right? (laughs) Oh, Melissa, who are you playing? What are your powers?
2: Uh, Yes, so I am playing Ellen Humphreys, who goes by Bijou. Um, she can get small and tiny. Um, when she does that, she can also run really fast. Um, and she's got some uh, ranged weaponry of, of sorts. Uh,
0: how does your ranged weaponry work?
2: Uh, so she uh, was gifted from her great aunt. Uh, she's got a, a bracelet and a necklace. And when they combine together, uh, they uh, shoot beams out.
0: Sorry, I'm going to ask you about that every time because I think it's cool. Uh, it makes me think of like Cyclops. It fits in with X Men well. Anyways, uh, Jeff, who are you playing? What are your powers?
3: I'm playing Marshall Gloss, a uh, a freshman in college and uh, AKA Stranglehold. He was a uh, a highly regarded uh, high school uh, high school wrestler. Until some of his, his powers manifested, those being the ability to contort his body uh, and, uh, and and sort of make his bones uh, essentially rubbery. Uh, he also has a has a, a great deal of uh, of strength and uh, and can and he can uh, he can he can fight with the best of them. The very refined martial arts skill of high school wrestling
4: and.
0: Last, but certainly not least, but probably longest, uh, Kipser, who are you playing? What are your powers? And what is your origin story under five minutes?
5: I'm very reasonable about. It's only one novel long. (laughs) Um, So, yes, I am playing uh, Luna Richter. Her mutant name is Ashfall, and she displays a mixture of her parents' power. Uh, Specifically, right now she's running primarily with geokinesis, a little bit of healing factor and stability. Uh, Like Aaron's character, uh, Jericho, Ashfall is a child created from a string of choices her parents made differently uh, in this world. However, instead of simply the past, you also have to consider the past, the future, and alternate dimensions in true X-Men fashion. Uh, Richter and Shatterstar are her parents. And they're both mutants. They were working on a team as investigators in New York a short distance in the past, and equipped cop across dimensions. During one of their cases, unfortunately, the team did end up opening portals to the hell dimensions uh, for a number of pantheons who then tore the sky bloody and the ground molten in an all-out hell war. During the skirmish, uh, Shatterstar and Richter were hit by a beam that threw them to the future, across to the Mojo Mojo World dimension, a dimension ruled by the spineless ones who created 24-7 reality television, not unlike the reality we live in now, and streaming for all their viewers for minor compensation, of course. Uh, Richter and Shatterstar survived, however, they could... Uh, And after a number, eh, however they could, after a number of years, however, they convinced a member of the wrist resistance called the creator to help them create a child called Ashful. Sensing the franchising possibilities, Mojo, the spineless one who rules Mojo World as a yellow, the bulbous and top of a humanoid riding a mechanical contraption with tens of spider legs creature. Uh, immediately kidnaps Ashval and raises her in the arena as the daughter of the greatest gladiator, Shatterstar. There, Ashval was a prisoner for about 10 years until her parents rescued her. Uh, Then for the next two years, they hid and fought together as parts of the resistance. Ashval learned a lot about her powers from them during that time and enjoyed tales of the dimension that Richter was born to and Shatterstar learned to call home. Eventually, Mojo tracked them down, determined to recapture Ashwall, if not the whole family, to further sell any reality shows he could throw them into and collectibles that could be produced about them. They all realized they had to try to escape somewhere else, anywhere else. Chatterstar, exhausted and bruised, uh, was able to create a rip and open a ter- temporary dimensional porter. Uh, Richter then forced Ashfall through and made her promise not to try to return, which she's going to ignore. Uh, And so Ashfall fell from the sky into the ground of Xavier's Institute in Earth 101 at the tender age of 12. Angry and combative, Ashfall lashed out at anyone who got close to her until Danny Moonstar was able to calm her down. Danny helped guide Ashfall for the next seven years, teaching her both compassion and about the world she now found herself in. Someday she is determined to go back and save her parents from Mojo. But first there's this terrible future thing that uh, someone has thrown us into. Now-
4: I don't know who that would be.
5: I don't know either. Finding, during our time in these tunnels, however, and finding a quiet space while the team is more or less lost for several hours uh, in this school, Ashfall turns to Bijou. Ishu, I wanted to talk to you, well, the whole team a little bit, but because I think what we're going to have to be is a team to survive, so I want to clear some air. Earlier, when I was shocked and, and reacted badly towards you being okay with the sentinels in our, bod- in our blood, but I wanted to clarify, I don't care if you want to be normal. What I have a problem with is the acceptance of someone taking away your choice in the matter, and that you're all right with that. You may be passing, and you could probably hide in a neighborhood, but you should have value for your own rights, your personhood, to believe in yourself. The thing is, even if you have neighborhood friends and do the barbecue every weekend in summer, Even if you allow your powers to be removed, if those neighborhood friends find out you have a different gene, there is a good chance that they'll turn on you for no reason. Have sentinels called on you, always treat you with suspicion as if you're going, sorry, my dog, eh, off, thank you, as if you're going to hurt them or something, infect their kids, a mutie lover. You shouldn't have to deal with that. No one should have to deal with that. Because we're some different gene that we can't even help. Your rights have to be taken away. Your choice has to be taken away. Look, we all have issues, and I know my perspective isn't the same, but that's also why you're important. You think differently. I didn't grow up on Earth, and all I got was this creepy yellow guy with mechanical spider legs who pay-per-view shows in my gladiator atta- uh, <laughs> events. Um, so I need your, that perspective. Uh, you are smart and capable.
2: Well, thank you for that. I, um, that's, I hadn't quite thought about it that way, but I think you're, you're right. Um, and I mean, I don't agree with anything that any of these people here are doing. So thank you for that though. So I like being able
5: to see things from a different way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And Ashfall will stick her hand out to Bijou. Let's start again. Uh, My name is Ashfall, but my friends call me Luna. Luna Richter. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Luna. I am Ellen. Nice to meet you, Ellen. And Ashfall will look to the rest of the team again.
0: As much as I tease you, that was a great story. I appreciate playing with passionate players. Thank you for sharing us. Uh, that with us.
5: Gonna drink to you for the next five minutes now.
0: <laughs> yeah, rest your throat. <laughs> and now, previously on X Men, the graduates are trapped in the year 2026. Our uncanny urchins have become dangerous dropouts in the eyes of the sketchy striker Institute. After assaulting the school nurse and vandalizing the school, the gifted graduates found themselves deep below the earth. Infected with sentinel nanobots and running out of time, they began wandering through the old X Men tunnels, hoping to find an escape. But what they found instead was a swarm of alien brood. Outnumbered and outmaneuvered, the mutants fought for their lives. With only a makeshift torch for light, they worked together to exterminate the deadly monsters. Ashfall shifted the earth, providing cover and shielding her allies. Wraith popped in and out of the battle, striking and leaving before he could be hit in return. Stranglehold used every throw and takedown he learned back on the wrestling team. All the while, Bijou blasted away at the rocks above, crushing her foes with falling boulders. The graduates battered the bugs until they tapped out and the brood swarm fled back into the tunnels. And yet our heroes were still lost in the darkness with no plan, direction, or light, except for a burning sweatshirt. Hours and hours passed as they wandered through the hive, trying to work their way out to the surface. All the while, nano-sentinels continued to replicate in their bloodstream. With no end in sight, the heroes finally sighted the end, with a dim blue glow flashing ahead. After cutting class and cutting loose, our graduates have their work cut out for them. Will they prove to be a cut above? How will they remove their ankle monitors? Why is there always a light at the end of the tunnel? Will their speed drop below 20 miles per hour? Find out tonight, here on Adventures in Lollygagging. I had a lot of fun with those puns. I can't help
5: it. (laughs) Oh, those were terrible. Good job.
0: You have been lost in the tunnels for almost a full day, and finally you see light. Unfortunately, it is not daylight, but the soft blue glow of a projector. You're tired, thirsty, hungry, and this is the first chance of escape since leaving the elevator shaft behind. Strangely, the sounds of a movie, along with young voices in a friendly argument, echo towards you. Come on, fam. You've seen that movie a hundred times. Turn something else on. No cap. Navi lit. Easily the best world building in any, any movie ever. Come on, the CGI is garbage. Let's watch something else. I keep asking you to grab the third one on Blu-ray. This is on you. Looking out of the tunnel, you see what appears to be an old X-Men server room. It's converted into some sort of underground clubhouse. There's a beat-up couch and a few recliners with stuffing falling out of the sides. You see some teenage mutants just hanging out watching a movie. The far wall is entirely covered by old X-Men tech. Servers, control panels, screens. And what would be cutting-edge to you is now covered in dust and has to have been unused for at least a decade now, maybe more. Past the couch, you see the movie that a few of your fellow students are watching images of a dragon-like creature soars across the sky with a blue cat person riding on its back the CGI is some of the best you've ever seen and you don't know what a blue ray is uh maybe it's something to do with the projector what are you all doing
1: do we recognize these students either from our own timeline or this or from the couple weeks we've been here
0: I think it's fair to say that at least one of them is instantly recognizable. Uh, you recognize Rockslide, who is a giant of a mutant. He's at least as tall as Colossus, and his body seems to be composed entirely of rock. And he is the one that is talking about the Navi right now, apparently obsessed with them. Uh, you see a handful of others. It's dark. Uh, the The light is flickering in and out. There are no lights other than the projector right now. Uh, it's likely that the faces are familiar to you uh, from the current timeline, the future, not from your timeline.
1: Hey, Rock Slide.
0: What? Oh. You're the new kids. Yeah. Jericho. Yeah. Well, Niyati Kamiye. Dude, come on. Knock it off with the Navi shit. And then Another kid uh, what? what movie is stands this? up, turns on the lights, and you see uh, a black-haired, pale-skinned person with an unwavering sense of confidence. He walks and talks as if he could do no wrong. Uh, this is Avatar. It's old. Old as shit. Uh, have we met before? I don't think we have. I'm Hellion. Rock Slide, you know him. Over there with the blue hair, that's Surge. Uh, Over there in the burka, that's Dust. Actually, it's called a niqab, but I appreciate that you're trying. And then uh, over there, you see the feet, and he points towards one of the consoles, where you see just a pair of legs sticking out from underneath. That's Prodigy under there. You can't get him to stop working. The person under the console pulls himself out, uh, and you see, he's an African American teenager. He's wearing glasses. He's got a brown sweater vest and this yellow collared shirt with the sleeves very neatly rolled up. I'm Prodigy. Call me David. Come on, man. Code names only here in the clubhouse. I'm Hellion. And these are the Hellions. David speaks up there. You can't uh, name us after yourself. That's just, it's too much.
1: Right, okay, Hellion. I'm uh I'm Wraith. Uh this here is Ashfall, Bijou, and Stranglehold.
0: Hey. David is the one who speaks here. You're the ones that uh caused the lockdown yesterday, aren't you?
4: Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they've been they've been searching all over for you. How'd you that get found out?
4: us.
1: Oh, you know, we made our way through the old tunnel system from what we remembered from our own
0: time.
5: And if we're seeing you, I don't think we're out as much as we want to be.
0: Well, we're going to have to. It's just a short hike to the surface. We come down here every weekend.
1: We still got to find a way to get these ankle monitors off and get these nano sentinels out of our blood. I I still think in the school is the best place to find that information. You know about the nano sentinels? Most weird. students
0: don't know about that,
1: huh. and and the emo-
5: omega red metal or whatever Rath called it,
0: the carbanium. Yeah, I don't know much about the ankle monitors. I, I'm sorry about that. I, I've been digging through all old, old X Men files trying to figure out as much as I can, and they're pretty dated though.
2: You know about the nanobots? All of you do?
0: Yeah, I got a microscope, and you know when we had the bruises, I just. I took a look. I, I can show you, y'all. You uh, I still got the the test slide. Have you found a way to deactivate him? No, that's a little bit more complicated. Um, I've heard... Okay, so I sort of hacked into uh, the Reverend Sinclair's email. Not really hacked in. That makes it sound much more, you know, expert than it actually was. I have copies of his email sent to my email. Uh, it was an easy program to write. Um, I read something that he has a sort of elixir that can counteract the nano sentinels, uh, possibly even remove them entirely. It's supposed to be somewhere in the Institute, I'd assume from his office, but we can't get in there. Why not? Uh, they got... A lot of security there. All all sorts of biometrics and some sort of telepathic scanner as well. Uh, You can't just take their fingerprints and get in. There's something else to it. Well, maybe we just teleport.
5: Burrow in from the floor. There's options.
0: I mean, you're free to try that. I'm sure the purifiers would be down on you in minutes. But
5: what about your powers? Like that dude still looks like a rock.
0: Yeah, that's basically his power. He's a rock. Uh, Hellion over there, he's a telekinetic. Surge, uh, she has those big gauntlets on her arms, uh, and you see that she's got these very high-tech gauntlets that go all the way up past her elbow. Uh, She gets, like, static electricity built up, and she has to discharge it. Uh, Those gauntlets, actually, uh, she has to plug them in every night to discharge the electricity because she's not allowed to use her powers. She looks a little standoffish to you. She seems a bit more shy, but she just gives you a curtain nod. Uh dust over there, she turns into dust. She turns into like the sand whirlwind. It's pretty cool. You should see it. Uh my power, I'm I'm sort of a telepath. Uh I don't really get to control it, but when I'm around people, I learn their skills. Like Jericho, when I'm close to you, I feel like I know a lot about killing people. And I I don't know why that that's a little uncomfortable. Nah,
1: I spent years as a mercenary. i working with the CIA. You get used to it, okay, but well, back to feel like I
0: could get you in a full Nelson if I needed to.
1: Hey, well, yeah, stranglehold is good. He's good. But back to Ashfall's question. I mean, our powers are degrading steadily. How, yeah. how long have you been here and, and how far has your powers regressed?
0: Well, that's the thing. Uh, We've been here, uh, I've been here three years. Uh, Hellion's been here a year. Uh, Rockslide, he's actually been here four years. He's been here longest out of all of us. Uh, it, it seems like the Sentinels work at different rates for different people. Uh, and sometimes that they can, they can be sped up. Uh, I don't know enough about nanotechnology. No one in this institute knows anything about nanotechnology. So I can't really take their skills about that. Uh, I I do know just from experience that a lot of times if you have outward changes of your mutation, like Santos over there, Rockslide, sorry, we're in the clubhouse. uh, He's not going to look like a normal person again because of the nano sentinels. Any sort of physical mutation tends to stay.
3: Strangle is like being very quiet, kind of standoffish in the back. And at that is just kind of like reaching and like touching the side of his body as he's like. Thinking about Charlie based upon what you just
0: heard.
2: Can we see the nanoparticles that you have on the slide?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, And he takes you over to one of the uh, X-Men work desks and he's got a microscope set up along with a lot of other uh, like files and even a laptop, which you haven't seen a student with a laptop before. Uh, And he, Sets up the microscope for you, and you can get a good look at them. I can give you the handout here. You see them, and they look sort of like fish-like or lobster-like. They have a long tail that comes out, uh, and they've got claws in the front. And then their mouth kind of opens up, and it's got a syringe of sorts. And you can see that they are going around to all these living cells around them. And they're injecting it with some sort of virus or changing the DNA somehow. Uh, it looks like they're doing it to each cell manually. So it would take some time.
2: Yikes. That's not what I thought I was going to see. That's that- a weird alien, aliens crap in us. That, wow.
1: Right. Right. So clearly, we got to find a way to get into this guy's office, this reverend's office, and we need to figure out how to get these anklets off.
5: Okay. Building weak points. Windows, right? We can smash walls. What do you think, Rafe?
1: Well, probably, if, if it's his office, it's probably reinforced against a lot of superpowers, but... So, like,
3: you guys sneak down here. Can you sneak us back up?
0: Yeah, we sneak down. uh, There's actually a cave opening on the grounds. Uh, It's underneath the big old oak tree in the back. Uh, So we come in through the roots there. Uh, You can definitely get out that way for sure.
3: There's no like
0: sentinels like looking there and everything or. Oh, you got sentinels that are watching all the grounds. Yeah, that. Well, I can sort of help you with that. I haven't actually tested this. And he goes over and he pulls out a milk carton uh, with a whole bunch of tech gear in it. And he pulls out a large satellite dish. It looks like dish TV. Uh, And then there's uh, cobbled together a mini PC connected to it. I think this works. Uh, This is, I call it a sentinel jammer. I, I think what I built it to do is that it will send just a massive amount of signal to sentinels in the nearby radius, uh, like a DDoS attack, and it just overloads their circuitry. Uh, I think it'll jam them at least two, maybe five minutes if you're lucky. You
3: said a lot of things there that I didn't understand, but I get the point. It's going to you hit us... the
0: button and sentinels freeze. Got it. That's a, that's a cool device. It's real smart. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of saving it for ourselves, but... Uh,
1: hey, you're welcome to join us.
5: Already have a plan? Escape plan?
0: No. Uh, we need to find the cure for the Sentinels. Otherwise, there's no point. And to be honest, there's not much of a point anyways. I, I've i tried making contact with any sort of mutant outside the grounds, and it's just, it's impossible. Uh, the Sentinels, they track down every mutant. They've got scanners to, that check your DNA so if you're out in public and you're a mutant, they're going to find you and you'll be sent here or to a detention facility. Better to die trying than to have your power slowly sucked away in
1: here, though.
2: So maybe sure there's sucks. somewhere in here that can put us back in time.
1: That's a good point. Bijou, I mean, they used some sort of temporal portals to get us here, so maybe they we can reverse that.
3: Yeah. Right, uh, that, that's not going to help actually, them out here.
1: Right? That's true. That's true.
2: When are you guys from?
0: <clears throat> from the present. Yeah. We, we're all, you know, we're all 16, 17. We, we were born uh, after the Mutant Affairs Control Act. But if, if we go back, back us, if you want I suppose uh, we don't really know much about the past either except that it becomes a not good future. It, it really seems like a lose-lose.
5: Yeah, but if we go back we can at least change what's happening here. So I mean, it, it was a little happen.
2: better than, than it is now. I mean, they didn't walk around scanning your DNA for just walking on the street. am not going to say it was perfect, but I mean, what year are you from? And I tell him the year that we're from
3: 2006, 2006, 2006. Yeah. Yeah. Which is when Blu-rays came out. So we might've actually heard the term Blu-ray.
0: It came out later in the year, not in the spring. People were talking about Blu-rays for a
3: lot longer before it was. Oh, you think
0: Marshall Gloss heard about Blu-ray? Actually,
4: Stephen, I did my research. Actually, (laughs) actually, actually.
0: This is a Marvel game. If we're not, um, actually. (laughs) <laughs> then
3: uh, we're not playing. I either. tune in to this game for its uh, its historical and scientific accuracy. Team. Come on, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> so I, I have a question about this, like,
2: person-in-charge dude. So is this, like, other school where, like, you act up bad enough, you get sent to the principal's office kind of a thing? Like, what are the ways into that uh, intersection? Yeah, I
0: mean... It's basically a school. It's not like I'm scared for my life or anything. You you toe the line, you're going to be fine. Uh, you get day passes for the weekend, uh, and those will be taken away if you really get out of line. Uh, one thing Reverend Sinclair likes to have us do is writing lines. He'll have us write Hail Marys and Our Fathers. Um, service hours, we got to work in the cafeteria for you know however long, you know that kind of stuff. Uh, if you're repeat offender, you get talked sent to talk with Mr. Reisman and he's the head of the purifier security. He's not a nice guy. So like Jericho, you
3: might know, like I knew, I heard the word striker a bunch, but I never like associated it with like this sort of heavy religious, like ideology stuff going on. What the hell happened? Like what? Well, I I, I
1: mean I I don't know much, but I remember my parents telling stories about Stryker, and they had some interactions with him when they was when they were part of Team X. But no, back then he was he was uh, he was an op he was a he was an operative he was a military guy. He,
0: um, actually, uh, we are going with the comic book <laughs> canon here, where Stryker was not in the military; he was a uh, reverend to begin with. Uh, It's an excellent uh, graphic novel. Uh, its uh, I forget um, the name of it already. I I knew it a second ago. (laughs) Uh, But he he is in the military in all of the movies, which arguably is more widely known than the comics. So you're not entirely wrong there. Uh, But we're going where he was a reverend the whole time.
2: So this is in line with that version
0: of him that
2: kind of basically yes
0: uh where the the multiple marvel universes collide here uh and i think it would be fair to say that some of you would have heard of him uh just from like tv and news especially when the mutant affairs control act was uh being talked about and passing while you were graduating he was one of the advocates for the act to pass uh so he was very uh popular on uh certain news channels uh, that might be deemed more conservative than others.
4: Okay.
0: So, well,
5: are our mutants treated the same in other countries? Could we just like Jericho? You got family in God loves Canada. man
0: kills. That's the name of it. God loves man kills. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Ashville. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> But I will um, point
1: out that before he became a reverend, he was a sergeant in the United States Army. That is and true. part of the That's
0: Weapon true. X program. <laughs> was he part of Weapon X? Is that canon? Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Oh, wow. may have we been involved, be involved in the Weapon X program. Aaron, could you do me a favor, real quick? Just take your finger and just yeah, push yeah, your just, glasses just up. Glasses a up. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Your this face,
0: is man. a lot of fun one-upping each other like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll get the last one eventually.
5: No, not against me, and Aaron, you won't. <laughs> oh, um,
2: marvel lol i have faith <laughs> in you
1: Stephen. you'll crush us eventually <laughs>
5: yeah uh what, what what about other countries like what about when you graduate what happens to you can you just go somewhere else be treated better
0: um, yeah so dropouts are actually more envied than graduates um, dropouts, those are the ones we call them dropouts. They're the ones who lose their powers from the nano sentinels, and they're considered no longer mutants. Uh, they're no longer legally required to stay enrolled. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of them every year. Uh, some are happy about it, some not, but at least you're out of here. Uh, graduates, on the other hand. You graduate when you don't lose your powers, but you're considered to have control over them. And no one really knows for sure what happens to graduates, but uh, we tend not to hear back from them. I have a theory, but I I can't prove it. They kill them?
5: Or military, special ops,
0: all sorts of bullshit.
3: What's your theory? So... uh,
0: you guys have been in the tunnels. I don't know how much you know about them. They were created. There's
3: a bunch of well, weak they were, bugs back there. We killed a bunch of them, though.
0: You killed a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're yeah. called the brood. Uh, I, I've got a brood repulsor over there and he points and it's basically like a giant uh, bug light and it just kind of hums.
2: Oh, that would yeah, have been it, so helpful. Well,
0: yeah, it just I mean, they, pumps out a frequency that they don't like. It drives them all away. They weren't that tough. Uh, I didn't think they were that big a deal. What? Well, that's good. I mean, they can still kill people, so you know, I'd rather not. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the old X Men files uh, talk about the Brood a little bit. They're apparently aliens. Uh, but the strange thing is, the Brood here are actually infected with nano sentinels as well. Uh, and you seem to know a little bit about the Brood, but. The thing that X Men files say is that the Brood actually take other people as their hosts and turn them into Brood, and that's how they reproduce, basically. You're saying they're the graduates? I don't know, but is that your wh- how, Why else would they? Do I figure it out? I yeah, I, I yeah. think so. Wow. I mean,
4: well, it's- wait. I mean, the weird
3: stuff happened with the colors on our our ankle things, and then they started moving around. It did seem like they were kind of reacting a bit,
0: you know? We're, you're, oh, yeah, your ankle bracelets are blue. I've never seen that before.
2: We what? just assumed that it right. meant that they were out to get us, and that's why they were blue, because they're looking for us.
0: I, I'm sure it is. They, they've got sentinels combing the area. They've... Up the arm purifiers, and you know how we got purifiers patrolling all the time. Now they have the armored purifiers. I don't know if you've seen them before. They, they've got like basically sentinel armor and like jetpacks and everything. And they got a few of those out. They they don't normally stay around here. But they can't be Aren't that just, good, like at waking up. It. Well, I, I
3: was just gonna say they can't be that good at it because you guys snuck out just fine and they didn't catch you. And honestly, that's pretty like ballsy to do with all
0: of them it's getting to be 6 a.m so it's about time for us to go up we we stay here during the night uh but we're still in the grounds so our our bracelets don't show us as leaving the school or anything
3: when you leave and go on one of those day passes does your bracelet thing change like different color
0: then uh no I've, i've never seen it do it
3: huh huh He's thinking really hard.
5: <laughs> okay, so it sounds like we need to break into Dushmack Mickey Reverend's office.
0: I'm I don't pers- know the cure is there. I don't know where else it would be. It wasn't in the He's got pretty high security. Right. Yeah. if if it's not in Reverend S- S-
1: Sinclair's office, then, then maybe we can find a clue as to where it is, or he maybe we can find he a way everything. Maybe find a way to deactivate these, you know, anklet he, bracelets
0: as well.
5: Prodigy, if he knows everything, what if we get you close to
0: him? I can I have been close to him. He teaches American ethics all the time. It's the most boring class. Uh but I, I don't get like his thoughts. I just get his skills and like things he's been trained in. It's more like muscle memory of sorts.
2: Do you? So what's I the learn security? a lot of sermons when I'm around him. Do so you said it's like telepathy security? I
0: I assume so. I don't know for sure. I haven't gotten to have a good look at it. It it's on the second floor and it's the main hallway and there are cameras facing it, you, you can't just go up and tinker with it. Can, there's something can that, you know, it's some, got the hand yeah. uh, key where mm-hmm. you do the biometrics. It's got an eye scanner, and there's something else, too, that just, I don't know. It You have to have a pass to get through there. There was a shapeshifter uh, a couple years ago that tried to get in, and uh, they got caught. They had a talk with Mr. Reisman. It wasn't pretty. Oh.
3: Uh, you said you have to have a pass to get in? Who who like, else has it? Not a pass,
0: but you have to be on their list, like their biometrics. You have to be approved. Oh. Okay.
1: Who's responsible for uploading the biometric data at the school? I would assume
0: it's Reverend Sinclair. I, I would think you do it inside the office. I know Reverend Sinclair can get in. Uh, I know Mr. Reisman can get in. Uh, I've seen Reverend Stryker go in. Uh, He's not here all the time. Uh, He he comes about once a week. He'll actually be here in a couple days. Uh, Those are the only three I know of that can get in at will. Yes, we need to kidnap one of them.
5: The weakest out of them. (laughs) Did you ask who's the weakest?
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying someone Jericho is the
5: weakest. Jericho mentioned uh, kidnapping. Uh, I think we were on the same wavelength.
0: Mister Reisman is a tough, tough guy. Uh, Reverend Stryker doesn't go anywhere without a bodyguard. Reverend Sinclair, he he seems like a pushover, but he's got an angry side to him, and I think he's got some sort of alarm that he can press if he's ever in trouble purifiers are there in seconds literally seconds
3: that's kind of curious they can move so quickly so does does this reisman guy ever have like people on him or reinforcements or anything like
0: that he's the head of security so i'm assume i would assume he can call reinforcements but he doesn't normally walk around with a bodyguard or anything he's like that. He's
3: probably like pretty arrogant then. He probably thinks he's super tough and he probably thinks he doesn't need it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know he, that he's, kind of guy. is a good way to describe him.
5: When was the yeah. last time he was in a real fight with people from the before time?
0: Yeah.
3: Is there like ever a time he maybe goes off by himself somewhere, you know?
0: Give me a uh let's say this is a logic test <laughs> <laughs> okay
4: uh oh <laughs> uh you know what
0: anyone That's can fine. give me this logic test too. Why uh, and like it's gonna be challenging I 12.
3: i will still do it because uh, that is a actual 12. six
0: of five of two minus one 12 in on the dot look at you go uh so you've spent three weeks in the school And it's not enough to know everything about the school, but you also knew the school fairly well. You lived in it for years uh, before this time. And what you can remember is that uh, Mr. Reisman has a very strict schedule Uh, down to the minute. He's always moving from point to point to point uh, in a very predictable pattern. And I I think with uh, success there, it's safe to say that you've learned a couple of those places where you can reliably find him. A guy
3: with a schedule that strict, like, should be easy to build a plan around to grab him, you know?
0: Yeah, and Reverend Sinclair has a schedule, too. He's always teaching classes at the same time. Aren't his
5: classes, like, four hours long?
0: American Ethics, it's the longest class. It's three hours. uh, Yeah. Three times a week. I don't want to go into the classroom. Yeah,
5: but if he didn't show up. People wouldn't look for him for like three hours.
0: Except the students. Some of Good the students like Reverend Sinclair. It, oh. It's, there's one kid, especially uh, Vic Bukowski. Uh He's a bit of a suck up. Who? Kid,
5: we met him. He's just too young. Somebody needs to like we met him educate morning. him a bit different. The one
2: who was walking us to class. On the yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you know, we can't, we got to be focused on fixing ourselves and getting back and then making sure this future doesn't happen. So, okay. I think you're right. I think maybe uh Reisman might be the way to go. I think so.
2: So have you guys figured out like how to break into like the security or see all the cameras or any of that kind of stuff?
0: Uh, the security office is uh Mr. Reisman goes through the same security door as Reverend Sinclair. So I I believe that's where the security office is. Uh, So I haven't been able to mess with anything. I do have a feed uh, to a lot of communications that come in here. And that's how I get Reverend Sinclair's uh, personal email. I can't get his private email, like the really encrypted one. Uh, So I can like see you and like phone calls are coming in and things like that. Cool.
1: Hey, have you read anything recently that would indicate they're going to be changing their schedule or that th- anything mentioning the four of us?
0: It's pretty recent with you all. Uh, and most of that would go through the encrypted channels. Uh, It's visible to see that they've made changes. And I think they might be gearing up for a sweep of the tunnels uh, through that elevator shaft you all broke through. Uh oh. I don't think they'll find this place. They'd. They'd have to be, really be methodical searching to find it. Do you know uh, when they're they going to start changing... the sweep? They they would start it from the elevators where you all went. I mean, when? like Did, did like they say I have a muster time when they're going to start their sweep? I don't know. I, I just know that there have been a lot of purifiers showing up lately, and that's my guess. Because
1: if more, uh, more of their forces are drawn down into the tunnels, they may be more lightly guarding areas of the school.
0: But like I said, Reverend Stryker is actually going to be here in three days, so that could also be why they're beefing up security. I I don't think they would want four mutants running around uh, with unknown locations, so I, I think they're going to try and find you all first.
5: Great. We don't want
0: to be look here bad. in
5: three days. No, we don't.
1: So I suppose the plan is to get up there, get Reisman, get through the security doors, see if we can't drop these anklets, find a cure, and get home.
5: Sounds easy.
2: Bijou wants to turn to Dust. Uh, Say, Dust? Did I get that right?
0: Oh, you did. Uh, So Dust... Uh, you turn to her and she's wearing a black niqab that covers her entire body except for her almond-shaped eyes. Yes, my name's Dust. You can call me Soraya if you wish. Um, Not in okay. the clubhouse, you hear Hellion yell out. Hi,
2: Soraya. I'm Ellen. Pleasure. So when you're in Dust form, can you like see things? Can you watch things?
0: Yes, it's a strange sensation. It's not sight the way I see now. I don't see colors. It's more like I can feel the patterns of the wind and how they shape around things. That I can show you a little bit. And she lifts up her arm, uh, and it just begins to like dissolve into a pile of dust uh in front of you, and it becomes like a whirlwind around her. Uh, and you can see that she kind of controls it, and it goes and like arcs in the air before it comes back to her arm and reforms.
2: That's so cool.
0: Thank
3: you. You said um, you said there was someone here named Serge, right? She was the one who has the arms. Like yes. That. So I'm gonna picture her as uh, Ali Sheedy from Breakfast Club. And yeah, she's uh,
0: East Asian. Uh, she's got bright uh, blue Japanese. hair.
3: I'm just, just like the big, like crazy hair and like, you know, kind of the, the quiet, uh, quiet side. And so, uh, so, so Stranglehold is going to say, uh, Hey, um, you can sh-
0: do stuff with like electricity, right? I used to be able to do a lot more until they put me in these there. They might as well be handcuffs. Uh, I can use static to, run extremely fast i can shock people i can short out electronics right only with the off anymore well
3: i was gonna ask that like can can you like short thing like
0: cameras or like you know power so that that might give if i'm able to touch to something able able to touch something i can short it out
5: biometric scanners
0: right exactly you ever tried to like shut The power funneling into those security rooms? Prodigy jumps in there. You might be able to short it out, but I'm sure there's a failsafe that it would automatically lock without power. I could try though, if you wish.
3: All right. I mean, if there's a failsafe and it locks, that means it's just like a mechanical lock, right? It's like a physical thing. I mean, physical things, if... Yeah. Not where
0: she kind of looks at rock slide. Like, Maybe. I if mean,
4: you think- that's
3: just muscle, right? Like, you can muscle like that, something like that open, right? Depends on how strong the door is. And how strong the person is trying to muscle it open, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. And if you're lucky, they might be dumb <laughs> as a box of rocks. Huh? Santos what? yells out, I heard the... <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, how about the sentinels in the blood have you ever tried shorting them out
0: i have the static running through me so i i don't think i can short them out i i doubt they run off electricity the same way as most electronics
5: tech this is as bad as mojo
0: I'm happy to help you however we can. Uh, we, I would want to make sure there's a plan. I, I don't want to be caught holding the bag. That's fair. Well, I guess plan A is,
3: like, get Reisman and see if we can use him to get inside, but you know how tough these guys are. He might not go easily or he might do something, and then we have a plan B to, like, short circuit the stuff and see if we can just like bash our way in is that does that make sense Whoa. he's not sure he's looking to other people to see if it is
5: telekinesis boy um how heavy or detailed can you actually pick things up with
0: do or do not there is no try i can get uh, anything
5: yeah huh so your your finite control, you'd be able to like pick someone's pocket without them feeling from a distance.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And do then it.
5: do it to Wraith right now. Pick something from his pocket.
0: Well, I mean, like I don't like to show people. Like, Wraith, what you know, got in your
5: pockets right now that he can try picking from you?
1: Uh, I mean, not not much. They didn't leave as much, but I'm sure there's something in there—handkerchief or. But, I mean, what do you what do you want them to steal
5: uh well their ability to to call purifiers to them really quickly a bunch of them do so we want to be able to snatch any devices that they produce out of their hands if they're going to call somebody reaction
0: what is your vigilance defense wreath uh, my Vigilance defense is 12. Hellion reaches his hand up, and he's got two fingers that are pointed at your pocket. And you can tell it's a bit of a struggle for him, but you do feel a tug on the handkerchief, and it just slowly begins to pull out bit by bit, Those of you looking at Hellion, you can see a bit of sweat starting to come down, but eventually the handkerchief does come out, and then after it's free, it flies right towards his hand and he catches it. Yeah, see? I I told you I could do it.
5: Okay, so he can be backup plan for uh, pulling anything out of someone's hands if it's an alarm button. He's
2: really good at ordering Chipotle. Like, if Soraya's dust, she can, like, kind of get in any, like, crack and crevice and then, like, reform on the other side, and I can get tiny.
5: It also looks at Santos. It looks at Rockslide. Maybe you have a distraction team.
0: Oh, I'm a good distraction. Mr. Reisman and I, we, we know each other pretty well.
5: Yeah, I have a feeling I'd probably be in the same detentions as you most of the time if we stuck here.
0: What do you want me to do? You just want me to go up and bash him?
5: I mean, could do. I think we need a better formed plan before we decide to just do that, but it's not a bad one.
3: We can get him in like a hallway or a room by himself, right? And if there's cameras, we can get surge to like short circuit them or something, and then we can take them out in there. You know,
2: that works.
1: Yeah, we know his schedule, so let's hit him where let's hit him where it's most advantageous for us. Exactly.
5: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: All right. So you have a plan. Uh, I'm going to rule it that you guys can use uh, each of these. Uh, Hellions uh for one task each. Uh so if you want to assign them for something uh to help you in your breakout, uh they'll be able to help you one time uh for whatever task you'd like. So what's your plan then?
1: We go up there, we 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 determine where uh Sinclair is
0: gonna be. How do you want to get up there? You want to go through uh, the or, or that is Reisman?
3: Reisman, Reisman. Reisman. Yeah Reisman. What I, I mean, I think we go up based upon yeah. the way that they go up.
1: Yeah, we've got the sentinel jammer. So we activate mm-hmm. the sentinel jammer. We go up with them. We sneak back into the school. We isolate Reisman.
0: You they know, told you these... that it's about 6 a.m. right now. So it's going to be light very, very soon. Would you guys like to go during the day or would you like to wait until night?
1: I think we want to go during the a... day well because more you've got students throughout the, the school you've got you you know we, we've yeah. got covering camouflage careful
2: in how yeah. they respond
1: at night we'll stand out because we'll be the only ones moving in the school yeah, yeah. and if we wait sure. longer more
3: purifiers could show
0: all right so you guys are going out uh relatively soon then uh and you're going to try and find Reisman. uh right now you know it's early morning you're you know that he would uh, be getting up and he would be, he calls it a patrol. He actually uh, goes out to exercise every morning and he runs the perimeter of the school. Uh, so you would be able to uh, either lay an ambush or uh, follow him wherever he's going.
5: Ambush sounds good to me.
3: Ambush? Mm-hmm. All as right. long as we you... can keep the sentinels shut, we can ambush him on his run. Yeah, works.
5: Biometrics. We just need what his eyeball in his hand. We don't know. There's something.
2: Well, there's
3: that telepathy thing too. So Uh,
5: better keep his head then.
1: There's also the the option we could (laughs) instead of ambushing him, have Bijou shrink as small as she can shrink and have her. Jump on him, and then when he goes through the security door, she's are right, Then she's on the other side, depending on what the bio scanners pick up.
5: Might be a good, yeah, that's true. It might be a good, like, first step.
2: I could do that. Um, and uh, S- Soraya, maybe you could can you stay in dust long enough just to like get in his eyes or something? So maybe he doesn't notice when I jump in his pocket, and then can you just like continue to move away like a dust storm or would you get caught
0: i can turn into a dust storm but i feel that it would be slightly suspicious to happen in the middle of a hallway
1: no we're oh, talking about he he's out, out on his fun. run
0: i suppose so um uh, mr reisman not
2: seeing things like
0: that randomly is it's well, so weird <laughs> he's a bit suspicious but i could tr- try my best to make it seem natural
3: but the other thing is like if he's out on a run He's probably going to go and like shower afterwards or something. He's not going to like just go right from his run into security building. Right. So we might not even have to confront him out there. We just time his run and we get Bijou to wait in like the locker room. And then, then he, she pops into his uniform or whatever. Good plan.
2: That works. I like that.
3: I played a lot of risk in college. (laughs) Good
0: at strategy. All right, so is that the plan we're going with, then? Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, So I want a vigilance test uh, from whoever would feel best at this. You can take an edge for everyone helping, and this is going to be determining the best uh, way to sneak throughout the grounds without being detected. Uh, Prodigy would also tell you about the jammer. It works for two minutes at least, maximum of five minutes, and it's going to set off some alarms in the Stentanels. W- when it happens, they're going to know that they're being attacked. So it, it it's a last resort. Uh, you yeah, want to so use it if things go bad.
5: More for the escape time.
0: I have an
1: edge on vigilance checks uh, already, so I'd have a double edge if you guys want me to
5: try I it. I think you're the best person on yeah, vigilance.
0: Go for, for sure. it. And a lot of the grounds is like open grass, but it, it's still early morning. So there's not going to be as many people out. There's not going to be as many people looking and you are mutants. So there's a chance that people will just assume that you're normal students walking around. 15 in total. 15. After my rerolls, uh, That is ridiculous. So that is a success. Good. Um, the Hellions would also help you out with telling you like the way that they sneak back. They're not too concerned about it because they they've done this several times. But with more purifiers, it is more difficult as well. Uh, but they, we can say that you all go together, uh, following a very specific route. You go from tree to tree, uh, into the bushes alongside the side of the school, uh, and then you enter through uh, one of the back doors and uh, you, they start making their way to the dorms. Uh, did you want to try and like have a plan ahead of time? We can say that you already made the plan uh, and that they know where they're supposed to be at a certain time. We can sort of blades in the dark if you guys are good with yeah. that. Yeah. That works, yeah. good. Uh, and then the four of you, do you want to all head together to the locker rooms? Into some
5: lockers
0: probably just me. Like I'm the
2: only one that really needs to just get tiny and get in there.
1: Yeah. I think, I think Jericho would want to try to find a way to, uh, get near the security doors leading into, into the office areas and the, in the security suite, just in the event that the bioscanners pick up Bijou, you know, that we can react, you know, that we're there to react with plan B, um, immediately.
5: Uh, I worry she's going to get discovered in the locker room, so I will cover that side if you get the biometric side.
0: I popped up a map of Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters. This is how you remember the building to be, and you have some familiarity with the changes here, uh, but not entirely. And you know that Reverend Sinclair's office and Mr. Reisman's office are in the center of the second floor where it says Xavier's Chambers used to be. Uh, So you see that main hallway with the stairs that go down Uh, the elevator shaft there is entirely sealed up and the door to get in is also in that main hallway. So it's a very visible location, but there's plenty of wings and uh, nooks and crannies that you can try to hide in as well. Uh, The only cameras inside the school are in this main area. Uh, so both upstairs and downstairs is where they have the cameras. They don't have cameras in the dorms, the hallways for the dorms, uh, in the library, anything like that. So and you said the ele-
1: that, that elevator is sealed up, right? What's the security yes. door? Is it on the
0: – is it where the elevator used to be or is Basically, it – Basically, yeah. It, okay. It's pretty close to that center area. Okay, cool, cool. Let's uh, let's start with the three of you trying, or Jericho at least is trying to sneak in. Ashfall, uh, Marshall, uh, Stranglehold. Are you trying to go the same way <clears throat> to get up there to be ready?
3: Um, I think if we're uh, ha, well, if we're up there, how busy is the yard between the trees and the, the actual school itself? Like how?
0: Currently, not that busy. It will get busier and busier as the day goes. This is a Saturday. uh, So a lot of kids will be spending time out there. And then the purifiers, like you've been told, they're uh, going to be patrolling more often.
3: Stranglehold is going to get the location of one of the guys' rooms. And he's going to try to go up to the dormitories and sort of slip in to one of the men's dorms. And like wherever, like, you know rock slide or dust or whoever yeah
0: absolutely uh ruddy, they're going to their dorms anyways we can say that they open up a window uh yeah. so you don't even need to make a check for it you can just stretch your way up and slide on it yeah i
3: mean wraith can come that way too right
4: mm-hmm.
0: wraith you teleport up uh yep. ashfall are you going to climb up a stretchy stranglehold <laughs>
5: I'm going to, because uh, Bijou was going to the, the locker room where uh, the dude changes for from his run, right? Still?
0: Correct. As, then, as far as I know.
5: Yep. Ashfall is just going to, like, go there a bit early as well and shove herself in a locker to hide. Uh, and then just in case Bijou gets detected early. Then she'll try to, like, rejoin the others.
0: Alright. Uh, so... Jericho, Stranglehold, you're doing something very easy. I'm not going to require a check for it. You're going to be able to get into that room uh, as soon as uh, Hellion and uh, Rockslide, they share a dorm. Uh, As soon as they get in, they're able to let you in. There is a third student in there as well. Uh, He kind of looks like a hedgehog of sorts. Uh, They call him Quill. His name is Maxwell Jordan. Uh, He's in your uh, handouts as well. He's sleeping right now, and they said... Don't worry, he's cool. Ashfall and Bijou, let's go ahead and get some stealth checks from you. Uh, let's call them agility here. And Bijou, if you're shrinking while you do this, I will give you an edge. Uh, can I
5: grab an audience edge for this one there, Melissa? Yep, got it. Great. Thank you. All right, agility. Oh my gosh. So I've got
0: going to be difficult 13. right now because it's a 12. Later on, it'll be more difficult. It'll get up to 14.
5: 13 for me on this one.
0: Uh, sorry. Um, oh edge gosh. means I can reroll
2: one thing, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yes. I rolled all ones and I initially oh, forgot that a one is good on the uh, marble <laughs> die. So that's good. Cool. Yeah. So on the um,
0: marble, that's a six. Yeah. So you're almost there.
2: On the other two, I need to, uh, do a little bit better. Um, okay. So that's a six, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14. All
0: right. So that's a fantastic success for you. Hey. Uh, Ashfall, you got a success as well.
5: Yes. I, uh, I forgot to use the re-roll. So I actually rolled an 18 after the re-roll.
0: Nice. Nice. Um, Bijou, how would you like your fantastic success to help you in this? Uh, what what type of like story change would you like to happen here? As you are sneaking through the grounds, you're able to make it to the locker room. Uh, anything along the way could help you in the future, or something in the locker room could help you here.
4: Uh, by the
0: time you get there, uh, we can say that Reisman is just about to enter the locker room. He's going to the shower. Uh, you know that you've got 10-15 minutes or so.
2: Um, so the first thing that comes to mind and this may not be worth it and I can try to think of something better but trying to figure out um, like where where exactly I could hide that would be the least noticeable because I kind of feel like kind of in your pants pocket if you're putting your pants on you'd probably notice that there was something there so I'm kind of trying to strategically kind of figure out like where I could be um, I don't know if he always wears like a jacket or something that like I'm basically what I'm trying to do with that is like finding the
0: the, the least
2: detectable place to be in my tiny form.
0: Yeah, so Mr. Reisman wears uh, something similar to the regular purifier garb, which is like a robe with a white cross emblazoned on it. But his is a little bit more uh, upgraded. Uh, he, he's got what looked to be uh, filters on the collar here and like a hood that could be pulled up and over. Uh, he also has a belt with several pouches and a holster for a gun. And he also carries the regular purifier rifle. It's not really a rifle. It's more like a stun gun in the shape of a rifle, uh, which Stranglehold, you were using one to uh, use as a torch before. Uh, so he's got a little bit extra uh, compared to most of the purifiers. And I think it's safe to say that you could uh, unload one of the uh, belt pouches uh, and take some uh, gear out of there, and he wouldn't notice the difference in weight with the whole belt. There'd be plenty of space for you to be protected and unseen, because you're in a pouch, and you can leave it just barely unclipped so you can get in and out easily. How's okay. that sound?
2: That works. Thank you.
0: Bijou, you you get into position ashfall you're cramming yourself into a locker you said right uh, <laughs> it's a tight fit but these are full-size lockers so let's go with it uh excellent and with that fantastic success bijou i'm gonna say that you don't need to roll uh for the stealth here for mr reisman uh he comes out of the shower a few minutes later you have the extra gear that you pulled out, uh say it was some sort of battery pack, like a recharge for his rifle. Uh, you pulled it out and Ashfall hit it in a different locker. So he's not even going to see it. And he gets dressed. He puts on the robes. He puts the belt on. <laughs> Ashfall's covering her eyes because this is PG-13. Uh, <laughs> and you are now in the pocket of Mr. Reisman, who, uh, you know, his schedule. You know that he will be going to the office soon, but he does have a few more stops to take uh, in the meantime, so you're going to be along for a little bit of a ride uh, and you start following along uh, watching waiting, Ashfall is soon out of sight Ashfall, what are you doing after he leaves?
5: All right, time to try to get to the dorms uh, with everybody else, hopefully uh, there will be an extendo arm that can come down and give me a hand Literally,
0: all right. Uh, you already got a success. You, you said you got an 18, right? So we'll roll I that did. over. Uh, you start stealthing around back outside at this point. It is much lighter. Uh, with that 18, you would still pass. Uh, you would have needed a 14 otherwise. It, it's much easier to be seen, so you have to be much slower, more methodical. Eventually, you get underneath the the window and you start throwing some rocks up there uh stranglehold is it safe to say
3: like a snake just slithering up over the sill and down his hand comes
5: rapunzel rapunzel let down your extendo arm
0: (laughs) stop Those rocks are sharp oh sorry (laughs) marshall is it your arm or charlie's uh, <laughs> that's even a a... no, he
3: doesn't. He doesn't bring Charlie out and, and only in only in friendly company. And he doesn't know these people yet. So no, it's his arm.
0: All right. Uh, so this <laughs> extendo arm comes out. Mr. Fantastic style. You almost don't want to touch it, but you have to. Uh, and then it starts pulling you back up. You have to climb with it a bit.
3: What's wrong? <laughs> it's done wrong. With my arm. There's nothing wrong. It's perfectly no, there's nothing fine. Wrong. It's, <laughs> it's clean. <either. laughs>
0: He washed his hands. It's all good. Gentlemen. How long would it take to wash your hands when they're like 18 feet long? I um, track have to them and pay Get pay. them nice and small when I clean them. Do you make your hands even smaller when you're washing them?
4: Like <laughs> little baby hands?
0: Sorry, I'm going on a big tangent here. Uh yeah. It's comic books. You have to wonder about these things. Sure. right? Bijou, you are following along with Matthew Reisman and the first thing he does is check on other purifier patrols. Uh, he talks with them, uh, makes sure that they have shown up for their shifts, make sure that the changeover went okay, goes over any sort of incident reports from the night before. Uh, you do hear that there was an incident report of purifiers that went down in the elevator shaft after you. They did not get very far in. However, they did find dead brood. So they are aware uh, that something happened there relatively recently. They came back out. Uh, They didn't continue uh, exploring those tunnels without uh, more support, uh, without better equipment and able to keep directions. But you learn a little bit more that they are planning on going back there again to investigate further. They have not given up on finding you all. These uh walks between the patrols, continues for 20-30 minutes or so and then you know it's about time for him to start heading to his office. You have the perfect position for this. You're not going to be seen on cameras. Uh, you're not going to have anyone else watching by. The only question now is will that security biometrics pick up a second person in the scanner?
2: I'm hoping that because I'm, that's what I should have asked for. <laughs> I would get picked up by the scanner. Damn. Um, I was hoping that maybe because I'm inside something that's like metal or something that it might like block that a little bit that I'm not just like in cloth.
1: What Did we it? have surge? fritz the electricity a little bit as she's going through. And, and then maybe he just mm. sees it as a, uh, as a, as a glitch in the system.
0: If that's how you want to use her use, absolutely, you can do that.
1: Yeah, I think that might be the best way, because then if he just manually, mechanically lets himself into the room. Mm-hmm. If she can do it from a distance while unobserved.
0: So, you explain what you need from Surge. She seems a little hesitant, but she starts thinking about it, and she thinks, yeah, maybe I can do that. Uh She... Uh, has to work with Prodigy to actually loosen the gauntlet. Apparently these gauntlets are locked on her. Prodigy has developed a tool that he can take them off, but she's not supposed to have them off because her power is so uncontrolled. Uh, But he's created a facsimile of the tool that allows her to take them off. Uh, And he loosens it up so that she can pull it off as she needs. And with, I said, you can use them once. So just as the timing is right... Uh, Mr. Reisman goes up. He puts his hand on a scanner. It's got the Mission Impossible eye scanner. And then there's another beat. Where he just has to wait a moment. And just as that happens. uh, Noriko. uh, Surge. Walks by and she just ever so quickly. Takes her hand out of the gauntlet. And she shocks the ground underneath. And if you all are watching. You can see little ripples of blue electricity. uh, That go across the the floor and then up the wall and they shock that little scanner uh, ever so quite uh, quickly that it it would not be noticeable unless you knew it was happening. She quickly puts her gauntlet back on. The lights flicker around you. The scanner flickers as well. And then the biometric uh, hand turns green and the door begins to open. You see that this is sort of a vault door. It's not as like thick as a bank vault door would be but it does have like the the metal uh dowels i uh the the rods that come mm-hmm. out and they mm-hmm. lock into the wall so if it was locked it would be very difficult to get in and out of I'm not saying it's impossible but it'd be very hard Can jericho but, see in when
1: that door is opening can he see into the interior of this space from where he's at. I'm
0: going to say if you want to stay hidden from Reisman, it would be very difficult to see in because you that would be like a 90 degree angle. Uh we could do a vigil or agility if you want to say that you stealth closer. Yep, I'm going to okay. give it a shot. If you fail though, can we have those
5: help um Wraith with this by using him as a distraction in this moment uh to draw Absolutely. eyes so that Jer- Erico has a better chance? So if that if you guys want okay to use him, using him then.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, my agility is pretty good, so.
0: Okay. Aaron's like, oh, yeah. let me roll.
5: Yeah, you. If you don't want it,
0: go ahead. This is uh, oh. going to be a fourteen here.
1: And we're fucking fine. I got a uh, I got a six on the on the uh, marble die and a not a one but a s- actual six and another six a so twelve, and a two is fourteen. And my agility is f- plus four, so that's eighteen.
0: Uh, describe the sound uh, again it makes when you teleport. It's kind of that a whoosh, little... Whoosh, just a little... It's a, it's almost a silent little... Almost like a little sucking sound, like a... Fff. So it goes like. As the air, like, rushes in to replace mm-hmm. the space where you were. And uh, Bijou, you hear... You've been around it enough that you know that sound. Uh, Mr. Reisman doesn't even break stride as it happens and he begins walking into the office and jericho you are now directly behind him uh and you can see inside the office now as well uh you can see that there's sorry go ahead I no go go ahead there is a sort of like common lobby area and then you see that there are two side doors as well and you can't see around the left corner but you're pretty sure that there would be another door uh mirroring the one on the right
1: And he just disappears again and reappears back in the room with with a stranglehold and asphalt lets them know what he's seen. But now now that he's seen in, he can teleport in there.
0: And you would also know that just by teleporting there, you are now you have been on camera, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean the cameras are being watched or that they they know of your presence or anything like that. But we may be on the clock,
1: but we're on the clock anyway, really
0: soon. Sure. Uh, Bijou, you are being carried in. You can see just through a a slight crevice in this leather uh, holster that you were in. You see him uh, head towards a door on the right. The security door behind you uh, closes, and he actually does wait to make sure it closes. He's very methodical about this. You can tell that he's got a procedure that he follows. And then he goes towards the next door, which is completely wide open, and you see just An office, a very standard-looking office, not very well decorated. You don't see many personal effects or anything like that. There's not even a fake plant in the corner or anything. Uh, There's a few file cabinets behind uh, and a desk, and he sits down and he begins working. Uh, Interesting thing about these offices is that you see computers here as well at each of the – at his desk. You didn't see one in the lobby. Uh, you haven't seen any other computers inside the school. Like I said, when Prodigy had one, it was very rare. It seems that they want to keep mutant access to computers very uh, strict. So he starts typing away at a computer. Uh, What do you want to do?
2: Well, I am going to want to kind of poke around the office. So I'm going to need to get out of my hidey hole
0: and uh, see about uh, moving around. Okay, Uh, you had a fantastic success earlier. I still want another check here, uh, because situation has changed, but I'm gonna make it easier because you had a fantastic success before. Uh, So it's gonna be agility again, and let me check my quick reference here. Uh, Challenging is 10 plus rank, so that's 12.
2: All right, and I'm gonna call it now that I will take an edge just in case I need it. Which I did. Um... Alright. Uh, that is a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Missed it by 1. Even with a reroll. Okay. Can I spend a karma?
0: Can you spend karma after the fact? That is a good question. I feel like you might be able to. Um, action check. I don't actually know where the rules are for it. Aaron, you're looking 19. up for me. Yeah, yep. I don't actually have the book to know the page, but we're going to cut yeah, from there after. anyways for dramatic tension. After a character makes, makes an, an action
3: after. check, they can spend a point of karma to gain an edge in the check, this allows
0: them to reroll one of their dice. Yep. Okay. Are you going to spend it?
2: Yes, I am will put me down to zero karma, but this feels important to not get caught in uh, this office. Um, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. I, got, I went from a two to a three, which is exactly what I needed to hit a 12. So, oh, that was an adventure.
0: Perfect. All right. Uh, so Bijou begins start starting to slide out of that holster ever so quietly, ever so softly. Let's cut to the the three of you. You are all in the dorms right now. Uh, You still have Santos to help you. You still have Dust to help you. Hellion uh, and Prodigy. What all are you doing? What is your plan here?
5: Well, once he leaves the office, in theory, Bijou can hopefully get us in or Dust can join her and they can both work towards it and then we can get uh, Prodigy on a computer. And uh, I'm gonna check for for fake walls behind those filing cabinets. I'm suspicious of them.
0: Okay, uh, Jericho Stranglehold, do you have any other ideas? Anything you want to be doing in the meantime here?
1: No, not until we have more, not until we have more intel. Yeah, okay, yeah,
0: Bijou, you slip out of the holster. Uh, you can fly, right? Or no, you just took speed.
2: Yeah, no, I I cannot fly. I, I have a uh, speed run.
0: Yeah. So you gracefully uh, fall from the holster uh, to the chair to the floor be- below. You are like the size of an action figure here, just like six or seven inches tall. Uh, and you are now, honey, I shrunk the kids in this office.
4: What are yes, you doing?
2: that I am. Um, so I want to... so I think what she would want to do is kind of walk the baseboards um, kind of along the lines of what Ashfall was thinking. So kind of looking for kind of breaks in the baseboards where this is not a wall as it appears to be, but there might be some kind of other entrance or exit or something like that. And kind of assuming that like going behind him to kind of baseboard and then going around the room that way, she would be kind of least likely to be kind of caught because she's not just kind of, floating around the carpet in the
0: middle okay um i'm not going to require a check from this i'm going to tell you that as you go around the baseboards seem solid you don't see any sort of creases or any sort of divisions between them where like a door could open up uh if there is something behind these walls it looks as if it, it, it was built in front of like it it's fully plastered in front of the construction is sealed Okay.
2: As I'm doing that, can I see like what kind of furniture I'm behind? So kind of getting a sense for, um, is it just sort of boring office filing cabinets
0: or is there some other type of kind of, um, it really is boring. Just school administrator office. Uh, there's file cabinets, a, a lot more file cabinets than you would think that they need, but you can tell they tend to use hard copy a lot more than uh digital here. Uh, he does have the computer with the desk. It's a, metal desk with the brown top uh, like the khaki-colored uh, drawers underneath. It looks like it's 30, 40 years old. Uh, he, he's got just a regular rolling office chair and that's about it. Damn.
2: Um, okay. So... Can she, from where she's at, kind of get behind him and see what he's typing away at?
0: Yeah, let's make that a, I think that would be agility for, like, climbing. I would take uh, melee as well for, like, the strength.
2: Agility's better. I'll take that. Oh, right. Uh, that is a 10, uh, 10 11, 12,
0: 13. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, you start climbing this office chair. You jump on the the wheeled leg. Then you jump on the, the handle that raises and lowers it. And for a second you think maybe you're going to accidentally have enough weight that it pulls it down. Eight. <laughs> uh, but then you, you catch yourself. You're able to pull yourself up. You jump onto the side of the chair. You uh, very slowly crawl to the back. And you begin climbing up the back of the chair. And just... Barely, from the back of the chair, if you're on your tiptoes, you can see over his shoulder to see what he's uh, typing about. And it appears as if he is drafting a uh, schedule, a security schedule, for when, when the Reverend Stryker uh, arrives. Uh, he He's developing a plan to make sure that all the purifiers are in the correct position. He's coordinating with uh, Stryker's personal security as well, uh, just to ensure that everything goes off without a hitch.
2: And would I be able to kind of like, is he playing music in his office? Is it is like any? He is sound, one of the most boring people you will ever meet. <laughs> God
0: darn it. I'm going to try to open drawers and look inside. That'll be very difficult. Uh, these are metallic uh, drawers. Uh, to open them while small would be difficult enough because of the weight. Uh, To do it without noise would also be extremely difficult. If you want to try, you can. But if you get caught, you're caught. He's going to know you're there.
2: So what about, like, some of the... Because you said there's desk drawers, right? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes the drawer doesn't actually come all the way up to the top of the desk. So, like, if you kind of go underneath, like, there's actually a little bit of space. So, like, she wants to see if she can try to, like, sneak into the
0: drawer. Uh, I'm going to tell you that likely it's going to be just standard office stuff in the actual desk. If if you want any sort of interesting information, it's probably going to be in a file cabinet. So if there's uh, a sort of like hidden drawer or something like that, you would have to really search the desk. You want to be able to do that small.
2: So I want to back up a second. So we so we went through the big vault door. And then we went into his office
0: into a lobby, and then into his office. So like, there's a small waiting room in front of his office.
2: Did I see if the other office door was also open because it was behind the locked vault door?
0: When you got into the lobby, you saw that there were uh, facing forward from the vault door. There's a door in front of you, a door on your left, and a door on your right.
2: And we went to the right.
0: You went to the right, correct. So there are uh, so there other were two doors. other doors and they were both closed. However, they did not appear to be locked, as Mr. Reisman's was not locked.
2: Okay, so this dude is boring as shit. So I'm gonna go into the other offices and see what I can find in there.
0: <laughs> okay, do you want to try and open the door so your friends can join you, or do you want to wait on that?
2: Yeah, if I can.
0: Uh you already made the cell check. You're going to be able to get out of this office, uh, and uh, we can say that he just barely didn't close the door all the way, uh, likely so other people could see he was in the office with the light on in case they needed him, and you can use that space to to go out, and you'll see that the security door on this side is actually pretty easy to open. Uh, it, it doesn't appear that there's nearly as much security because it's meant to be one way. They want to keep people out. They don't want to keep people in. Uh, so from here, it looks like uh, just a simple uh, doorknob is all you need to open. Uh, I'm sure it would actually be like a touch key or something like that, a little bit more electronic.
2: Okay. Um, I will do that. It feels like it will probably tip him off Then I'm opening the door, but I'm going to open the door.
0: All right. Uh, you have to go back to your full size here to be able to reach this push button, uh, but you get there and then the three of you, From down the hall, you can hear it open up. You know that you have mere seconds uh, before it closes again. Jericho just teleports right into the middle of the lobby. That makes it easy on you, yeah. Uh, Let's get an agility test from the two of you, and you can get an edge from Jericho teleporting to help you.
3: Including you, Strangle. I'm not sure, to be
0: honest. Oh, you don't, don't want to go in? I,
3: I I think it's a risk for strength. I have a n- minus one to agility. Uh, Strangle it's a big lumbering oaf, so I could I could try. I
0: don't you know. don't have to. If you don't want to, don't worry about it.
3: I mean, I'm i not gonna have anything else to do other than play risk with these guys, so I'll give well,
0: it a go. <laughs> we have audience.
5: Uh,
3: <laughs> I got a one on the va- like. the Marvel die at least. It's, nice, it's nice,
5: nice. If we got Hellion and Santos to start a distraction somewhere uh, while we get into this office space, maybe Jeff will have an easier time of it. Stranglehold will have an easier time of it.
0: I'm cool. I think you could absolutely... You already rolled, Jeff. What'd you get?
3: Yeah. No, I'm cool. uh, With the edge, I passed. I did not pass initially. I got a... In total, I got a... Hang on. 12, 16, 15.
0: 15 with a fantastic success, right? With a
3: fantastic success, yeah. Ashfall,
0: what'd you get?
5: Uh, I got another eighteen. Please believe me. (laughs)
0: Sure. Don't we have a command where she cheats at X Men? Can someone put uh, Kipser in the chat there? there.
5: It's a six, a five, and a four plus three. It's an eighteen
0: again. Oh sure, sure. I promise. These dice
5: don't just roll the same high numbers. It is an (laughs) eighteen.
0: Jericho, uh, bamps into the hall, into the office. Ashfall, are uh, also as pulling quickly.
5: Prodigy in, so he needs to roll as well.
0: Uh, we're gonna say that he goes with your checks. Uh, I don't like rolling too much. Uh, so you get into the lobby very quickly, Ashfall. Stranglehold, how is this fantastic success helping you all as you start like stretching your way in? Uh,
3: I think that the whatever Surge did to cause like a because that little blip, it it continues and that it's not like a constant and everything's out, but there's like occasional glitches here and there that could just like dovetail at the right time for us later. Like when it kind of comes through. So like we can see like the, the power flickering or something like that every now and then something like that.
0: And you, you first get the, you first notice that this is still happening and still continuing as you're stretching, uh, trying to get in as quickly as possible. And for a moment it seems like you may not make it, but then there's a surge And the door freezes for just a a split second. You're able to pull the rest of yourself in and then it shuts and you see that there's still surges happening occasionally. The four of you are now in this lobby. There are two other doors that are closed and one door that is ever so slightly open. If you're loud, if you make any noise, you will be heard. Uh, The vault door makes a little bit of noise, but it's not enough to really be suspicious uh, it seems that Mr. Reisman hasn't gotten up or anything. What's your plan here?
5: Get to one of these unoccupied offices, right? Yep.
2: Divide and conquer. There's two, so two of us can go in the middle one, and two of us can go
5: in the left. Did one. you? Did he do anything interesting while you were following him? Like sings while he poops or something? <laughs> and I'm assuming we're like
2: whispering because <laughs> we're in the like, so. same area. And I'm like, no, he's so boring. Oh, man. He doesn't put on any music. He doesn't, like, sing to himself or a whistle. He material. just writes out security schedules.
1: Jericho's yeah. just going to keep his eyes on Reichman's office. And if he gets the indication that he's moving in there or getting up, he's just going to try to spatially lock him down. Give me
0: a vigilance. Uh... You can get an edge, because he doesn't know you're there. <clears throat>
4: good roll.
0: Good roll. Um, 6 to 6 to 5, 12, 17, 19. 19. Uh, with your knowledge of Mr. Reisman, with your Weapon X training sneaking into secure areas, uh, with uh, your actual abilities to sort of sense what's happening, like uh, you you have some sort of spatial sense you feel like you're going to know the second that he starts getting up and alert and you feel like you could even walk around a bit and still keep an eye on him. As okay. long as there's a door open, uh, it's not a huge lobby. You'll be able to know if, if something happens, if something mm-hmm. changes. Uh, Ash fall and Biju, you said you're going in one door and then stranglehold and Wraith are going in another.
1: Yeah. Well, today, uh, he'll come with us because we're not the bright ones. <laughs>
3: What? so prodigy yeah, thought, and hellion are with you i'm a college uh,
0: student we drag. we No, just prodigy just yes. prodigy okay okay yeah, just prodigy uh blue we're going wraith stranglehold red we're going ashfall bijou and it's blue all right so wraith stranglehold and prodigy uh you're going in the the first door on the left we'll say and this is very different than the lobby that you have left You open up the door and where you were in just standard school administrator lobby the old ugly carpet, the plain white walls, a few fake plants. And then like some uh, picture that looks like it was hanging in a garage for years before someone finally took it out and put it on the wall. What you walk into is a very high tech security room. Uh, You see that there is a wall of screens with cameras and not just cameras of this school. Uh, There are cameras of other facilities as well. Uh, You don't recognize these other facilities. You can see that there are purifiers walking through hallways and things like that. Uh, There is another computer here as well. It doesn't appear to be like Windows operating system. It's some sort of very specific, secure operating system. And there is another door, uh, steel doors that appear to be elevator doors. Hmm prodigy immediately goes up and starts messing with the computer uh i'm I'm not around anyone that knows the operating system right now uh maybe i should go hang out by riseman real quick and come back
1: yeah go over there and and get close enough to pick up
0: his skills um heads back into the lobby just to hang out by the door for a moment What else do we see in the security
1: office? I mean, is there like, is there any kind of secured files, you know, a safe? Is there any kind of. uh...
0: Uh, I think it would be safe to say there's a safe. Uh, There's no file cabinets or anything like that here. It appears to be entirely digital. Uh, You see the the walls of screens and then the computer as well. This is probably the smallest room. Uh, It's smaller than the lobby uh, it's smaller than Reisman's office. It's just enough for uh, the safe, the desk, the cameras, and then the doors for the elevator.
3: The elevator, um, does it look like it has the same sort of entry protocols that the exterior hallway had to get into this whole office area, or does it look like
0: an elevator? It looks like it has similar protocols, but not as robust. Uh, okay, it, so like it has the biometric, or... but it doesn't have like the eye scanner whether it has the same sort of telepath scanner, you don't even know what it is. Just some other scanner that ensures you, maybe it reads brainwaves or something like that for all, you know, uh, it, it appears to just have the biometrics, the hand.
3: Does it look like there's any, um, nearby panel for sort of utility access or anything like that?
4: Um,
0: I think there would be some sort of utility access for sure. Uh, It wouldn't be like full blown like this is where all the breakers are for the entire school, Uh, but there would be some controls.
3: Okay. Maybe, uh, Maybe we can try to figure out how to get the elevator open. I mean, an elevator secured within another secure space, like this has to go somewhere important. We're looking for like a serum or something like
1: uh, yeah, you're right. Trying to hold. You're absolutely right. We either got to figure out how to get into this elevator through this panel here, or maybe, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's see. Pop the panel. Let's see what we can figure out.
3: Okay. He'll turn you, his fingers into like a really, really thin flathead, and then just kind of pull it off quietly. Uh, so quietly. He's taking everything off quietly. He's even. Like when he sets it down onto the ground, making sure like some of his skin has melded into a nice little cushy area so nothing nothing makes sound.
0: But were we were you wearing rubber gloves? Because otherwise you're gonna be shocked.
3: Uh, I mean you could you can <laughs> shock me if you
4: want. It's not <laughs> really I, can make, Take it. I
0: got like five hundred hit points. Like, you know. <laughs> you take the panel off extremely carefully uh you don't make a sound and there is a mess of wires behind here uh that appear to have some sort of controls for both the cameras the computers and the elevator
3: i mean i could just start tinkering or we
1: can use this as like a last resort or do you know yeah, anything let's... about this I don't know anything about this, man. This We're we're way outside of my comfort zone. Let's wait till uh, uh, he Prodigy gets back, comes back in. till Prodigy gets back, and and
0: this is his whack. Sitting down at the computer, and you can tell he's not even thinking. He's just doing muscle memory here. He doesn't actually know what password he's typing in. He just feels the movement he's supposed to be making with his fingers. He starts tapping away at the keyboard, and the computer lights up, and you have access. It, it's a very simple uh screen that you're looking at uh it it doesn't have any sort of visuals you're not moving a mouse it's just a list of text you're using uh your arrows the enter key uh, and you're typing in commands and he feels pretty confident around the system you can tell that there is a list of all sorts of files and protocols this is the high tech security stuff and it's not just the school it applies to purifier security uh all over in all of their facilities. so we need information on these ankle
1: bracelets, the serum to reverse or kill these uh nano sentinels and their their temporal whatever kind of uh, temporal mechanics that they're using to to travel through time we need we need info on that technology or where we can get access to it.
0: Okay. Uh, Which one of those do you want him to start searching for first?
1: The anti,
0: the nano, sentinel, sentinel. Okay. Reversal serum. And he starts furiously typing in commands, uh, scrolling through all sorts of databases and directories. Uh, It's going to take a couple moments. Let's cut to Ashfallen Bijou. As you go in the other room, you open up this office door. And you find a much nicer office. Uh, it's got hardwood furniture. It's got shelves in the back with uh, all sorts of books lined up. These books tend to be religious texts, like theologians uh, discussing different books of the Bible, uh, things like that. There are some file cabinets as well, but not as many as in Mister Reisman's office. And there is a computer in the uh, on a hardwood desk. The screen is on right now. It looks like it's waiting for a password. The login is already there. Uh it's c.sinclair.
5: Try try the password. God rules with a z in the end.
2: Oh or we can just wait our turn and we can get prodigy in here and no one will know that we tried to
5: do it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh let's look what he has in hard Uh, hardcover out here. Maybe there's something behind some of these bookshelves or cabinets or filing. Anything.
0: I'll take logic or vigilance from both of you here.
5: Uh, Logic for me. Uh, Vigilance and logic are the same for me. So. Mm. (laughs)
4: Ouch.
5: Eleven. I got
0: uh, ten this room is very simple so it didn't require much you start going through you start pulling off books most of these books are very boring uh you start going through the file cabinets a lot of it is like curriculum and school plans things like that uh you go through the files again boring he's got like sermons he's got uh a bible in his desk you just start moving things around, and as you, like, accidentally shift the keyboard, you feel the scratch of paper on wood. You flip the keyboard up, and there is a sticky note on there.
2: it's weird. It says John 316.
0: <laughs> you type in John 316, and the computer lights up. I,
5: this seems incredibly unsecure.
0: Well, there, there was that
2: big door back there, so there really shouldn't be many people. He's just mm-hmm. got to trust those.
5: All right, well, let's fleece some for everything there? he has. What do you see?
0: You have What's access in? to his personal email here. You start going through it. A lot of the most recent things are security alerts about the four of you. Um, he's got uh, files on the four of you that seem fairly robust. It includes a lot of your history and things that you don't even think Xavier would have known about you. Uh, There's quite a bit of information that's extremely detailed. Uh, There's also a lot of information about the upcoming meeting with Stryker. Apparently, this is a huge deal, uh, having Stryker come to the facility. It only happens once or twice a year, and Stryker is a huge political figure, so they need to make sure there's lots of security, which makes your disappearance all the more concerning. Like, it's a big deal that you have disappeared in the days before Stryker's here because it makes Reverend Sinclair look extremely bad. He's the one who's supposed to be managing the school, making sure sure that doesn't happen. Uh, Is there anything specific you guys are looking for in his email?
5: Not necessarily, but I am going to take that email address and then open a second tab. And sign him up for as many spam things as I possibly can.
4: All right. You,
0: you've started all the porn accounts. You're, you're signing him up for yes. the, the subscriptions. Uh, all the adult all content. All the
5: really annoying IRS fake spam calls. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. The, the Mormon evangelists are going to be coming after him. Everything. Uh, what I
5: would like to look for is
2: to see if there's a, um, like, protocol. Like, I want to look in his, like, inbox organization and see if he's got, like, a subfolder that's, like, protocol. Because I imagine there's probably, like, not things that have been made here, but things that have kind of, like, come down from others that he may have kind of organized so I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it- just searching for the the key commands, he, he probably does have a folder, like you said. You'll see that most of these emails are from uh, M. Reisman, uh, Matthew Reisman, uh, and it seems that Reverend Sinclair just drags them to that folder and ignores them. Some of them aren't even open, uh, but there is a whole list of emails there that you can start uh, rifling through, reading, seeing which ones seem the most important uh, when it comes to uh, dealing with security later on, you can take an edge uh, for getting that. Okay.
2: And I'm also looking to see if there's anything here um, around sort of, is there a written protocol for the serum? Um, like any of the kinds of things that we're like trying to figure out, like how to deactivate the nanobots, like where the serum would uh, be protocols for like where it's stored and, and that stuff.
5: If he has... You start- If he has a little piece of paper under his keyboard, we should also look for a folder called passwords.
0: (laughs) Uh, You start going through the email looking for things specifically about a cure or a serum. Uh, Nothing really pops up, but then you remember the keyword elixir and you search for that. Uh, And there's a few things that pop up. It's always vague references. Uh, He talks about uh, the security of elixir being solid that, uh, it is contained in the vault below. Uh, you also see, a word called cerebro come up in relation with elixir. Hey rebel pilot. Thanks for the raid. So the vault that is a floor below where
2: we are is where the elixir is held.
0: It doesn't specifically say that, but it, it seems like Cerebro is where the elixir is being contained, yes.
2: And so um, Bijou okay, just are smiling. kind of, like, gets excited a bit and I sort of, like, you. poking Ashfall a little bit and just kind of pointing to the email, like, we found oh, it. Oh, yes, yes. Uh,
5: this, this elixir, huh? Um, all right. Definitely high security around it.
2: And... Can we? Can I find anything that has to do with? Because we're still trying to figure out what that third beat in the security thing is. If we need that again,
0: like what's the third um, step of that? Yeah, actually, uh, you you would be able to find some references to it probably from uh, Matthew Reisman when it was installed. There is some sort of. It, it's not telepathic. It's not a superpower. It's some sort of brainwave scanner. There's a specific type of electricity that the brain uh, gives off, and there's a very highly tuned scanner that uh, detects that. Even a shapeshifter cannot fake that. So between the biometrics Mm -hmm. of the hand, of the eye, and the brainwave, it's as high security as this room can possibly be. Okay.
2: Good to know.
0: But now that you know that, there might be a way to replicate it because you know what to do.
2: Okay. Thank you.
0: Let's cut back to Wraith and uh, Stranglehold here. Uh, Prodigy is going through this computer as quickly as possible. Elixir is coming up like crazy here. Uh, The thing about this is where you would expect to see formulas and things like that, chemical compounds. Instead, you're seeing you get linked to a live feed of biometrics. You see like the heartbeat, you see blood pressure, uh, you see all of those things like the even a scan of brainwaves. So it's a mutant that they've got trapped down there is creating this
3: codename
1: like Elixir. That. I was
3: going to ask, like, is it like pronoun, or not proper noun, I mean like Elixir, or is it like lowercase
1: Elixir?
4: But that it's makes a lot of e. sense. Yeah. Whoa.
1: Whoa. So if we free this Elixir, they may be able to neutralize this in everyone Maybe particularly they're like, if they're an omega level mutant
3: and if they're doing this like against their will or something
1: right yeah, yeah. they'd be happy for, for us to save them right I think so okay what, what else did you find about the uh about the
0: anklets uh, I'm still working on that uh oh, hold up real quick and he's typing 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 and then he hits enter and behind you you hear the elevator doors pop open
3: oh right on dude righteous wait you did that right and he looks back to make sure there's not something coming out yeah that was me
0: okay yeah, yeah. wait
3: are there cameras inside
0: uh he starts looking through all the feeds he starts going through the directory directory seeing if there's any more cameras there are no cameras uh that appear to be on an elixir or any sort of label like that you don't see any cameras that seem to be like on a prison cell or anything either
3: Strangle hold, will go hold the elevator and wait for other folks going down.
0: I think it's safe to say that Ashfall and Bijou would be able to join you as well, uh, and you can relay your information between you all.
1: Keep working on the computer. Find a way to get these anklets off and find out how they travel through time. We'll be back as soon as we can.
0: I'm on it. You all... Enter into the elevator. Sorry, Ashwa, you had something else? Log
2: out of the computer. You, we put everything just, back.
5: Just Wait. destroy it? No? Okay, we'll be good. No. Don't
2: let
0: you, them
5: know. All
0: right. Log out. Put the sticky note back where it was. Uh, the four of you enter this elevator, and you begin a long descent. Uh, and it almost feels slower than when you actually climbed down the elevator shaft before whether you're going further or whether it's just a slow elevator, you can't really tell until your ears start to pop from the pressure differential. The elevator opens and there is a very short hallway in front of you. Again, this is very similar to the other X-Men tunnels where it's just square metal panels, ceiling, walls, and floor. And then a pair of double doors in front of you that still have the X uh, engraved on them. uh, The, the design and it appears that there's no more security here. You walk forward, you open those doors and they split four ways with the design of the X. And you find yourself in Cerebro, this massive room. Uh, it's a sphere shape with these curved metal panels. It's gotta be three, four stories up, uh, if you have seen Cerebro before, this is a much bigger version than what you saw before. It appears that it was upgraded at some point in between. There is a long walkway, a catwalk of sorts, that uh, leads to a circular platform. And where there used to be a series of control panels uh, where a telepath could hook up, instead you see a hospital bed. And there is a IV... Uh, next to it with the, the vitals monitor as well. And on this bed, you see a teenager with the IV hooked up to them and pure gold skin. Uh, I've got a picture here I can show you. And pure gold hair, uh, medium length. He, other than the the color of his skin and hair, he looks to be a completely normal person, but right now he is comatose, and this is where we're going to end the session. With oh! With you finding the elixir.
3: Very nice. I like his it's hoodies. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the. I think that's the picture that that uh, it Kipster was. Had earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What are the chances of
1: that?
0: Wow. What are the chances? Oh. I saw Kipster get a little excited when I said elixir the first time.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> He's powerful. Oh, yeah. He is
0: so very powerful. Uh, So a little bit of my background with Marvel X-Men is this is very much inspired by the new X-Men, which was one of my favorite comic series. It came out around 2006 or so, which is why I said it there. And that's why a lot of these NPCs, that's where they came from. Uh, Elixir was one of them. He wasn't nearly as powerful back then, but Mm. he had the potential. Uh, So I'm kind of leading into where he became in the X-Men canon, but obviously going very differently. Let's do some shout outs. Uh, Aaron, what do we got going on with Garblag? So Garblag is on holiday
1: this week, but if you come back next week on Halloween, Millie will be back uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the pilot's chair running some Coriolis. Then on November 1st, you'll actually find me, In the Game Master's chair, I will be doing Session Zero character creation for more Marvel Multiverse RPG. We'll find a group of British superheroes in 1943 at the end of the Italian campaign on a mission to free Union Jack and deal with uh, the the stories of a time traveler who's popped up there who says he can help the uh, Nazis. Goes by the name of Trevor Fitzroy. And that's going to lead into the Cataclysm of Kang campaign that I'll be running there. And then on Thursday, an even more special treat, Garblag Pete himself will be starting his campaign using his own game, his uh, heroic deeds. It's uh, old school adventures with modern mechanics. And he's going to be running through uh, the Red Hand of Doom, the classic Dungeons and Dragons campaign.
0: I'm excited to see your take on Marvel. Uh knowing you it's going to be action packed with uh action cranked up, amped up to 11. Tune in and find out. Should be a good time. <laughs> uh Jeff, what do we got going on here?
3: Yeah, buddy. Uh Thursday is the next game. We got Werewolf: The Apocalypse as we are continuing that campaign. See everyone here. But Steven, as we've already claimed Steven doesn't doesn't want to play with us. Uh but we are getting one of our our garu back, I believe. Uh, so we're, we we started, we just started the new story last week. So it's a good time to hop in. Interesting shenanigans at a Burger King. Very very interesting <laughs> shenanigans last time. Uh, I think we are actually off on Delta Green this week because we are down two players. So we're gonna skip. It sucks because we had such a huge cliffhanger last time. But <laughs> it, it doesn't feel right to keep going. Uh, and uh, I think we're also down on Saturday still, we are going to be picking back up our Saturday game the following week. Uh, next Monday, we should be back to monster of the week as well. So a uh, little bit of a, kind of a break transition time with our Saturday game. We are eventually going to move into a call of Cthulhu campaign, uh, but we're going to do a handful of like smaller things in November before we start that up, uh, coming in, uh, in December. Uh, otherwise check out the YouTube channel. Uh, Adventures in Lot Gang, we got all sorts of other games over there, including uh including other games we're running right now, things like Fragged Empire, for instance, uh, which I ran last night. Uh, and uh and all and uh and Aaron will be starting up something new soon too. Uh Warhammer 40k, not this Friday, yep. but the wrath. following
1: Friday. Yep. We'll be starting to wrath and glory doing some character creation and then jumping into the litanies of the lost uh mm-hmm. campaign that they put out. So that should be a lot of fun.
3: Which, incidentally, we invited uh, Stephen too, as well. Uh, <laughs> he blew me off. He said, No, he was like,
1: he's Oh like, man. He's, he's like, You don't, you don't rate Aaron. You're, you're, Jeff is up here and you're <laughs> wow. down here. And I
5: know, uh, I know. So rude. Oh, uh, a bummer. Up, this, I, I was, just was just talking you up, Aaron. I was just talking you up. This
4: <laughs> might have been the a Delta Green Stephen
5: week.
4: <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Because
3: Steven sends me a message like I see all these games you guys are are doing and it makes me sad I'm not any of them. I'm like, you've literally been invited to every single one (laughs) and said no to like all of them. So you feel like I I don't even the
4: them. It's not my fault.
3: (laughs)
0: Get a hold of your life, Steven. (laughs) There you have a life. uh Uh, one final note Uh, we will not be playing x-men next tuesday for halloween uh jeff i don't know if you're planning on a one-shot or anything but i will not be dming and we're down a couple people uh Mm. so we will be picking up the week after that the first tuesday of november
3: i don't know if i'm planning to do anything either we we'll figure that out uh we'll see uh steve is like you're
2: gonna put me on the spot i'm gonna put you on the spot (laughs) take that
3: yeah <laughs> uh i think that's everything i think that's all we got going on so thank you to everyone who hung so. out tonight thank you to the raid the robo pilot and thank you for the bits uh griffin and some of the subs earlier on we're gonna go ahead and raid happy jacks rpg so go ahead and follow the raid when it pops up have a great rest of your night come back on thursday watch us play some werewolf see ya good night <laughs>